Papa. I love it when you call me Big Papa. Welcome to the Dude Catholic Podcast. I'm your co-host Adrian here with a man who doesn't crack a smile. He shatters it into pieces. Fact. I'm Ramon. Yeah, you are. Well, yippee ki and welcome, because it is... I, I didn't know how to start it, but... Here we go. We're starting a new series. Man, it's all a bunch of news here. A new series titled The Hood with an episode titled The Hood. Indeed, indeed. Our scripture today comes from the book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Delicious. CCC, delicious indeed. So let's get this podcast on the road. So I really like the scripture that you picked because uh, today when we we're walking the dogs, I was uh, annoying my 12-year-old like I should because, you know, preteens are irritable and it's my job as a father to annoy them. And then and then you bring up that scripture and I'm like, I knew it. I had it in my mind, but I annoyed her. And then she annoyed me back because she's cool like that. Yeah. And, uh, and then I reminded her of the fourth commandment. Honor thy father and thy mother. She's like, honor thy children. There's no such commandment. Can you name it? Oh, my God. Please don't know that scripture. <laughs> and then you bust it out today. And I'm like, ooh, convicted. Convicted indeed. So let's get this podcast on the road. Speaking of which, she's, uh, well, she's not, but mom is pulling up right now. Um, they're bringing me food. Nice. And enough about me. You're a new dad. I'm a new dad. Yeah, you are. I'm excited, and I'm motivated, and I'm not just saying words that sound nice. I'm very excited, and I am very motivated to become a better, a better uh, Catholic. Nice. I'm not just Catholic, but Catholic dad. Mm-hmm. And that's why that that um, scripture is so, so good, man. It's just so good. I mean, you know, right now, what possibly can you do to annoy your newborn? Nah, she's just annoyed at life. Period. Mm-hmm. Whenever she's Everything not, is new. Yeah, if she's not eating or sleeping, she's just like, nah, nah. and it's beautiful. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's my daughter. That's my daughter right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, that, that part of the description um, where bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Mm. You know, some people may say that's a heavy burden, but I see it as a, and not yeah responsibility for sure but it's uh it's an opportunity for you to grow as a person and in my case as a catholic father um it's crazy because you just asked me right now i you know well not necessarily asked me but you said like oh yeah she i i see uh i see your your fiance as a as family like yeah well 
yeah, we're we're already looking into the the court stuff first, because you need your marriage license to get married through the church, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just it's happening. And like I said, it we got a little bit ahead of ourselves by having um, our baby first, mm-hmm. but but we're doing things right now. We're we're working on on correcting our mistake. The mistake of not getting married before having our, our beautiful daughter. And it's great. Oh, and she is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, she's she's awesome. <laughs> yeah. She eats and she smiles at me and she sleeps. She's a mama's girl right now, but anyway, back back to <laughs> back to what we were talking about. Yeah, that you was know, gold right there. Yeah, I don't the, care. <laughs> the the responsibility that, that that we have, you know, the the not just the challenge but the the privilege that we get to, mm-hmm. to be challenged in that way to show them in the way of, of, of our Lord. Because that, that that's only gonna force us to become better human beings mm-hmm. and more of a reflection of, of what we were created to be. Yeah. One of the things that I tell people whenever uh Whenever I'm talking about it, either in a religious or non-religious um, aspect, you know, it's all the same to me because everything we do is a reflection of who we are. And if who we are is not based on what on that great commission, you know, um, from Acts of the Apostles, one of the last things that Jesus tells the, the disciples, the apostles at that point, is to to go preach the gospel to all the ends of the earth. You know, and where does it start for us as fathers? It starts in the hood, in the fatherhood. You know, it starts with, uh, well, it starts with the with the spouse, first and foremost. I think we screw up a lot. Yeah. You know, even as I was speaking, I'm like, I had to catch myself right now. Like, no, 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 it starts with the wife. Yep. And we lose track of that, especially in our culture. You know, we're like, oh, yeah, put the kids first, the kids first. Like, no. without without the spouse, there is no kids. You know, without that first, first comes love. You know, without that, um, kids cannot cannot exist that's the order of life and matrimony is made to protect that because otherwise we just become animals you know a man in and of himself can populate a whole village a woman can only have one kid at a time you know so we got to let that sink in and so having a wife tempers our sexuality it makes us it makes us gentlemen you know it kind of harnesses that power that that raging fire within it tempers it and it puts it at the service of the beloved something that we haven't said in a while but we should we should repeat it people should get tired of us saying it and they should be able to predict that we're going to say that you know and hopefully in our lives our children are going to be able to predict that we're going to live it and man there's just so much stuff to say you know and luckily we have three three episodes to, to talk about the hood um and that's just that's just a beautiful thing. That's just a great commission that we have because all that preaching of the gospel comes. It, it starts at home. And if we're doing it with our spouse, then it's gonna be it's gonna be passed on with, to the children because they don't care about what you say. They care about what you do. They care about what they see you do. And believe me, the bad stuff they'll remember forever. Yeah. Well, all of our actions are gonna influence the the future generations because our our kids. It, I think we, we've, we've already said this many times where it's like, oh, yeah, the, the kids are the, the, what is it, the future of the church. And mm-hmm. I, I see where, where that comes from. But the kids are a reflection of the church right now. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I and, and please remind me of the name of this saint, but the, of the of the Cristeros of in Mexico, the the one that that died, uh, that was martyred rather, Ooh, by saying uh, "Viva Cristo Rey." Dang, that's all of them. But there's uh, the there's one who's blessed who's, Miguel, uh, Miguel Pro or Saint Miguel Pro now. The the one who's uh, the the his feet, uh, his soles. Oh, okay, they were okay. Jose, and, Jose, um, Jose Sanchez del Rio. There you go, him. Mm-hmm. No, that was a kid, man. Mm-hmm. How old is he? 12, 14? Yeah, he was a, was he a, was kid. a little teenager, a little, little preteen, I think. I don't yeah, didn't dude, even know if he was 14. And like, how can you say that's he's just the future of the church when he's more of a man than than I think I'll ever have the the courage. loins, <laughs> the courage <laughs> to ever be. And here I am, you know, talking in front of this microphone about what it is to be a Catholic man or whatever, you know, when when I don't know if I, I would be willing to be put to be martyred, especially in, 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 in the savage way that that he was martyred. And yes, I'm a coward. And yes, I'm a I'm a I'm a white belt in, in Catholicism. But man, that, that that's not discouraging to me. Quite the contrary. Like, I just. I want to be better. I'm going to be better. And like you said, it all starts with, with the wife. And that's where we're, we're working on making things right. Because I, I love her so much that I I want to legitimize our union. Yeah. And, you know, at first I was like, man, I've been, I've been struggling. You know, I, I have been struggling. And I saw this struggle coming for a while. And I was like, are we going to be able to continue the podcast? And then I see comments like Shaggy, man, like that dude who's been in our podcast. Like, yeah, I don't think he knows how big of a part of this he is. And we haven't been communicating that much with our friend, the uh, the uh, our spiritual father, the Frank Fryer, as much. Oh, yeah. I don't think he knows how big of a part he is of this. Yeah. Of this that we're doing. And it's just it's just a. An accountability thing and even even if it's unspoken you know like and shaggy did speak it you know like i hope it's not the end it's kind of a a, a reminder that you know what like we need imperfect men to tell to tell us hey like we're gonna screw up and we need to we need to keep going yeah, we need to keep going because the saints are like there was a song you know the saints are just the sinners who fall down and get up and i have to be honest with you i haven't been on it right right now like honestly like i'm gonna make my, myself a little vulnerable here in front of everyone is that my prayer life has not been what it should be. Have I stopped the novenas? Heck no. Every nope. single day we're praying the novenas. Every single day we're still like, we either forget to text each other, but we'll, but eventually we remember, you know? We're like, yeah, novena, boom, 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 day one, day two, day three, like whatever. Like we, we remind each other of that because that's, that's, we don't compromise on that. You know, but how about at home, you know? Like where it's supposed to be. And I know that I haven't been, the leader that my wife expects and I caught in one of the conversations that she was having that that she said you know like he hasn't been on it as much as uh, as much as he's used to and damn <laughs> you know that that hit me um, there needs to be a an immediate change. It's a wake-up call. Yeah. yeah. It's a wake-up call. And uh, I've, I've had my own wake-up call in a different way. I'm not going to go too much into detail, but let's just say that 
I've been I've been uh I've been getting respect in in the not necessarily in the right places. Hmm. Because my mouth was meant to praise the Lord. But when there's certain disrespect, I I fire back. Mm-hmm. Like twice as hard. And sometimes that's okay. It seems contrary to what our faith tells us. But there's certain environments where maybe Jesus is not the not the best way that I can represent him, I guess, if that makes any sense. Where there's people that just don't respond to that. Nope. And they can lead into 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 a fight. But when you speak their language and you put them in their place in a way that they understand more. And again, I'm, I'm not saying I'm doing the right thing because I'm calling myself out on it. And that's because my prayer life has been, you know, like Adrian said, the novenas are there every single day. But it's not just reading a, a, a paper or reading up our, our phones to, to, you know, to check off the to-do list. Mm-hmm. There's more to it. It, it. It's just in the way that we speak, in the way that we conduct ourselves, in the way that we walk into a room. Being a reflection of Christ's love. So yeah. because of that, the result has been a little bit more res- disrespect coming at me. So I fire back a little bit. There's, sometimes there's laughter. Sometimes there's like, all right, I need to shut up before it escalates. Because there's still a certain code of respect or a certain level amount of disrespect that's allowed in there. Yeah, and at the end of the day, you're wearing the uniform. They're not. But also at the end of the day... You know, I, I catch myself like saying, hey, you know, um, like Jesus wouldn't do this or Jesus wouldn't say that or maybe Jesus shouldn't be brought into this. But Jesus was the one that flipped over tables and chased people out with a whip. And I think that was him speaking to the people the way they needed to be spoken to. You know, And it's just a matter of me not being able to do things the way that I'm supposed to do them. You know, because there is time for the violence there is time for the wrath and yes at the end of the day vengeance doesn't belong to us it belongs to the lord but jesus knew how to do it yep he knew when to flip over the tables he knew when to act aggressively with people who needed to be regulated let's just put it that way yeah i'm, I'm nowhere near that level and that's why i'm calling myself out because same because, yeah, dude, my, my mouth is meant for something more than just uh, one-upping the other person. Yeah. My that's co- the thing. Yeah, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to overshare something. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, no, but, but you know what? Yeah, and I'm not doing anything illegal. Relax. No, no, no. I don't think anyone's thinking <laughs> no, that. You know, no, like, if, if you really look at it, it's like, oh, yeah, they haven't been praying the rosary every day with the family. Like, that's, at the end of the day, like, it's not, like, we're going to be... I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say we're not that bad, guys. Like, no. It's like we're we're held to higher standards. Mm-hmm. That that's what it is. At the end of the day, we're held to higher standards. We're sharing the gospel via podcast to a few thousand people. You know, if the uh, if the metrics are what indeed they say they are, um, then we have a responsibility. 
and all those novenas, they should be an outpouring of what's already there. And that should not be the, uh, the source of our spirituality. So yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a big thing, right? Hold each other accountable, hold our, ourselves accountable, and realize that it's not, just, it's not just us. It's not just us, and we're counting on you. And, you know, if you, if you, if you can grace us, if you have social media, if you're on Instagram especially, because I don't, I don't pay attention to anything else really. Um, haven't checked, uh, haven't checked the Twitter in a long time. Never checked the Facebook, but I'm on Instagram every once in a while. And honestly, like every time I see something, you know, anyone like sending a message or replying to one of the posts or whatever, like it, it means so much. Um, it's that little connection, you know, with, with, with you guys listening. So drop a line every once in a while, because, you know, we kind of, we kind of need to be reminded of this. Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frazzati. To live without faith, without a heritage to defend, without battling constantly for truth, is not to live, but to get along. We must never just get along. <laughs> That's our friend Javier. This is going to be golden. Let's bring him in. And brought him in, they did. But in order to hear the conclusion of this podcast, you'll have to tune in next week. That's it. Ta-ta for now. Pray for us, and we'll pray for you. Ferrum ferro. Aquitur. No, I I meant it. I said next week. Now go away. Bye now. <laughs>